Marley and the waiters, whalers waiting in vain. Bob Marley and the waiters. Speaking of waiters, <laughs> I'm I've got on the line now Sade Usmani, who is doing her quarantine chronicles. Sadia, good yes. afternoon. How are you good doing? Good afternoon. I'm all right, thank you, Billy. I think I think I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, just before I was going to start my quarantine, and we were just talking about the whole preparation and yes. things like that. But I've been kind of on um, on Chinwag every week, just giving updates. And this week, yep. it is actually I'm now in my last week, and I have will have completed 21 days of quarantine. In the next three, I, I get out on Monday, so I've got another oh. three or four days, including today. I suppose three three days to go. It's the last stretch, so, um, the home stretch. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, and you know, I kind of, uh, through, through the last couple of weeks, I have been explaining that, you know, uh, you settle down into it. And obviously, there was a huge amount of preparation to do before I could actually come back to Hong Kong because you need all sorts of documentation and things like that. Mm. But as I said, like, I'm now into day, today is day 18. Mm. And uh, so my husband and myself have been in this room, you know, locked up for the last 18 days. You, you haven't and, killed um, each other yet, have you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, this is what Norman always asks, that, that are you two, you know, you're not arguing or anything like that. But, mm. you know, if you just think of it, like if you are actually with somebody, then if you were to have an argument or something, there's actually no place to mm -hmm. go. You, the breakout place is just the bathroom. And even that is kind of just right next to you. <laughs> so you don't actually get out or out of anyone's space at all. Yeah. But generally, um, it's been it's been an interesting experience. I mean, I think uh, you know, as I kind of I mentioned this to Noreen last week too, that mm -hmm. I think what the kind of key is is that it's it's all about your own attitude when you come in. I mean, you can go in hating it mm -hmm. and and just hating every moment of it, or you can go in and then you just have to be quite focused and you have to make a little routine for yourself and, mm -hmm. and keep yourself busy, take in enough things like reading, you know, books that you want to read and stuff on your laptop and mm -hmm. stuff you want to watch. So I've tried very hard to sort of keep some sort of a routine um, yeah. throughout this time where I will kind of do some exercises but you know what happened is, is like on the on day 14 mm -hmm. I don't know what happened I, I just kind of woke up and I just felt really sort of fed up and, and oh, weepy wow. and I didn't feel like I didn't feel like getting up and doing any exercise mm. and then but I forced myself and it was like you know if you were doing exercise with lead boots on seriously <laughs> It just kind of felt like that, and and, and I wow. don't know, you know. I think I it just started to wear it. on you, right? It, it's it's yeah. just like me mentally and physically and psychologically, you, yeah. you know, no matter how much preparation yeah. you put into this, as you've been saying, you did a lot, eventually it's going to hit you. And good on you for, for, for sticking through it and getting to your routine, because I think that, that probably yeah. bro broke you out of that... Uh, uh, you know, and that, it was the moment. really, it was really hard at that moment. I just thought, okay, then I forced myself to do this, um, to do the exercise, and and you know, my husband was fine. He was doing his work because he's been busy working full time, mm. and so he was on, and he got a little bit worried about me too. <laughs> but but then 
then, you know, the day kind of went off and the whole day seemed to go like that, where it was quite hard mm. just to deal with things. And I, and I just wasn't in the mood, but I couldn't really find a trigger for it. I couldn't see that there was anything particular that, that made me feel like that at the time. And mm. I think, you know, it does vary with people. And I think um, I mentioned, too, that we, you know, in this particular hotel where I am, that's Penta in kind of near Diamond Hill and stuff, mm-hmm. they, they have a WhatsApp group. So I think social media has been oh, a real nice. sort of lifeline. So there is a WhatsApp group of people who are here mm-hmm. and we catch up like, you know, once or twice a week. And we also can prompt private message and, and keep messaging people. So that's been quite nice to have because then you've got people who are in the same situation, same hotel as you. Mm-hmm. And some of the kind of queries that they may have, we, we just talk about them. But just to have a little bit of a, a lifeline to other people who are going through it. And, you know, some can be incredibly positive when you when you go into the WhatsApp group, they're coping okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really good to have a place where you can still vent a little bit. And, and you know, if you're not feeling good, then others can encourage you to to try a little, you know, to make you feel better and things like that. Mm. So, so you know, it's been an interesting experience. Um, and, you know, there's all sorts of people from different backgrounds, you know, and different countries who are here and all for different reasons that they had to travel. Some mm-hmm. are actually doing this quarantine, which I, it's really hard to believe. I mean, the, the, the lady who has actually organized this WhatsApp group, she's, I think, done the quarantine two or three times now. And wow. and she's very very upbeat about it. She <laughs> finds it a positive experience. And but it's how, no how about you, Sadia? Is this your second quarantine or third? This, no, this is my first. first I've okay. never done quarantine. You're breaking yeah, your quarantine virginity. Qu- <laughs> yeah, never done quarantine well, well, before. Seriously. Then, then this is great. This is why, like, for regular listeners who've been tuning in, this has been like the start of your preparation. Your your 21 days is it? 21 days and and how you're getting through this. And you know, people don't realize that the word quarantine. You read it in the newspaper. And, and stuff like that. Oh, I think we've lost her. It's reconnecting anyway. Yeah, I've got her she, back. She's I'm still back here. Now, she's yeah, still here. It. We didn't lose you to the quarantine uh, limbo. But basically, for, for people, they, they read this and they don't realize that what goes on behind it. 21 days in a room mm. without fresh air, you know. Mm. Can, can you open your window? No, no, See? you can't yeah. open your window and you can't like, for instance, the, we have like breakfast mm-hmm. and lunch and, and, and dinner. And then wow. basically we just get a knock on the door and then we're not allowed. We have to put our mask on before we even open the door, wow. even just to kind of put our hand out to grab because it's just on the side of the door. There's a little shelf which mm-hmm. is like soiled and unsoiled. So things arrive to us on the top shelf and then we can deposit like put, put back. Rubbish. rubbish and things like that mm. on the bottom shelf and then you don't see anyone out there because they just knock on the door and they basically move they run away they put <laughs> your food there yeah you know and um and so you don't actually you know i popped my head out the door just to, just to see mm. but it's just a, a line a, a long corridor of, of people who are in these things and you never see wow. anyone so uh, are you, you allowed to no step contact. out the room or not not even no, step gosh, so no, you can barely not at all. you just look outside that, that's basically it yeah, you can just poke your head out, but that's wow. about it. But even like you know, there is a sign on the door that says if you if you step out of your room, you break your quarantine, wow. and that's equivalent like you you know six months prison and twenty five thousand dollars, and so they're pretty strict about it. I mean, you yeah. know, we have a lift. Like if I look outside my room, there's a lift, a square where there's a lift, etc. 
but mm-hmm. you know there's no way I only ventured in there I only came into the room via that that area but I have no, there's no way you can you can get out they're very strict about it mm-hmm. and also since I've come like for instance when you first land in Hong Kong you obviously have a PCR test mm-hmm. at the airport yep. and then we had another one on day two mm-hmm. um, and that was like we just that was a DIY one we do in your room but then mm-hmm. on day five we just we were told but we got a phone call to say there's going to be a PCR test today wow. and then three or four people come with with the whole PPE stuff on and yep. a kind of a sort of air vent thing a hose type thing and then you basically have to open your door mm. put your chair uh, you know you can't go Up beyond your door. door just inside your room yeah mm-hmm. and the bin next to you you put your mask on and then they do the PCR test so they wow. did it on day two we had one on day two day five day nine mm-hmm. day 12 and day 16 wow so, so we just had day 16 the other day and i've i, I don't know I, I think maybe there may be one more before we leave so so what happens is that you do the test mm-hmm. and then you get a response you know through your sms to say that you know you want within 24 hours to say whether you are negative or whatever obviously if you are positive then you Continue. know the whole <laughs> crew would be here dragging you out of here to take you to hospital <laughs> wow but um how, so, how do you cope so with the tests like like it's the deep throat one right and i, yeah. I heard it's quite uncomfortable yeah, for certain nose. people stick it in your nose Oof. yeah oh you poor thing yeah, and stick you, in your nose and in your mouth and um and then they do that. So obviously, you know, it's kind of sickening. So it's good that they do it before lunch to tell you the truth because <laughs> I don't want any technicolor things coming, you know. But the other thing is, that, you know, little minor things, I think you realize that little mm-hmm. things can start to kind of bother you because, like, for instance, you know, I packed uh, a bag of, of clothes, which basically mm-hmm. that I would use in quarantine because we didn't really want to open up lots of suitcases or anything like that. Yeah, what kind of clothes space. would you take with you? And so just casual clothes. But what happens is that, you know, I'm doing exercise and so, you know, things get sweaty, then you wash them and there's no place because you have no mm-hmm. real movement of air apart from the AC. You can hang your clothes like we have a light fitting in here, which which has got a big kind oh, of yeah. um, bracket. Where do you do your washing up. and so stuff like just, that? Yeah. It's just in the basin and then the clothes don't dry so they smell a little bit stale and a little bit musty mm. so you get a little bit you know irritated by stuff like that but then you know you have to make do and 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 just manage the way you can yeah. but also you know your room because there's a little there's a patch of carpet under our bed and uh, next to our bed and so i want to i rang reception and i said mm-hmm. look is it possible for us to have a vacuum that we could just use nice um and, but they say that you cannot we cannot give you anything that you have to give back to us. As oh such. yes, because of so, the yeah, it, it might get contaminated. In, in the risk of infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they gave me this, um, you know, one of those IKEA lint rollers mm-hmm. um, that you use to take off, you know, lint from your jacket and yep, things the like sticky that. Things, and yeah. they said, you know. Yeah, so they said you can use that. And so, so at the end of my exercise routine, I thought, okay, this is the best way to do it. <laughs> so I was on all fours, just putting this lint roller on the carpet just to pick up at least a few things, like you know, hair and other bits yep. and dust and whatever. So it's like you have to sort of improvise and 
and do what you can within the means that you have because yeah. you know three weeks is a long time yeah tw- 21 but, um, days keep keeping yourself clean keeping the hygiene keeping your exercise yeah. keeping the washing yeah. the, the rubbish you say they take it out once a day yeah. is it once well yeah you can do it once twice a day you can just put mm-hmm. the bag out at a specific time wow. and then they give you they give you like they give you towels and things like that initially and if you mm-hmm. wanted you can actually ring housekeeping and ask for more towels or That's they okay. give you a set of sheets which we changed ourselves because mm. you know obviously in a hotel you always think okay you're going to walk out people going to clean your room change yep. your sheets but you just have but no contact with anyone housekeeping is so, not non-existent pretty much yeah wow. yeah yeah and I, obviously i think the whole hotel is really just devoted to quarantine at the moment so mm. there's not much other movement you don't hear much that's going on around the hotel and, and how's the like food that. like i've heard some people with certain diets they might not get what they want are, are you doing okay yeah. with the food yeah the food actually it's interesting because when before we actually started the quarantine i did a lot of research um, because there are quite a few different quarantine support groups on whatsapp and things ah, nice. so people were posting um pictures of the kind of food that they were eating and the their rooms and so i had almost like made a list of five possible hotels that i thought were okay this mm. particular one was actually quite high on the list because mm-hmm. i'd heard that they had a variety of you know the food was good and also they did offer certain dietary sort of requirements in terms of like my husband has um, problems with his kidneys so That's he can't good. have too much salt yeah and so they put a low salt diet with lots of veggies mm. and i wanted a halal diet so they they had that wow. but the food has actually been very good the thing is that it sort of repeats itself so your first week you know imagine. your first 10 days is great because you're getting new things and if you order the variety then after that it gets a little bit sort of you you get the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but but it's been nice it's been good food and then they give you a salad bowl uh, which is nice too mm. so we've had our share of vegetables and um salad and things like that so i think we're reasonably healthy for it but i know that you know quite a few different hotels will vary and yeah. and there are varying responses that come from people in terms of complaining about it that you're getting the same thing for lunch and dinner mm. so i think it's like there is a capability of actually doing the research at least you, you know there's plenty of ways that you can do some research mm. before you decide to do this quarantine um and it always helps to get people's opinions about things and stuff too yeah i, so I think your advice really is, is very good like you've been very strategic about it planning and researching where you go and if any listeners mm. are about to go through the same thing then they should do their research get on social media see which hotels mm. because like you said your your hotel sounds great but other people i've seen the food has just been not something you want to yeah. eat, eat for 21 days no <laughs> to be honest no. <laughs> and also conditions and you know to be honest like it is really about you know you we have to kind of put our life in perspective we've got to understand that you know people who are making these trips mm. not you know some of us are very fortunate that we can say okay yes let's go for this hotel it depends on people's budgets really because yeah. you know we've got to remember that so many people because of being stranded uh, you know whichever country they're stranded in and stuff have probably suffered in terms of you know financially mm-hmm. there's the burden of flights that change there's the 
the whole burden of booking these quarantine hotels, which can be very expensive. Yep. So obviously, if you can't ex- afford it, you have to go for a reasonably budget one, which is going to allow you to be able to, you know, still have some money left over to do other things. Mm. Because that is the, that is life, like you know. But so you know, uh, we're very lucky. We're okay. You know, we we did this research. We found out. But you know, it is a, it's a very difficult position that anyone can be in. And so, mm. you know, there are people perhaps who are going for kind of slightly lower budget hotels to get them through this three weeks mm-hmm. where, you know, conditions in the room are not very clean or there's mold. You know, I've heard, I've read stuff about people saying that there's mold on the walls, mm-hmm. the bathrooms are not clean. So, so you know, that's a huge thing um, that you have to deal with. And just that in itself can, can make your time, your three weeks feel like three months. You yeah, know? So, if, if you don't have a choice so, and you, you end up yeah. with a poor choice of hotel or location yeah. or terrible room like yeah. you said with mold there's That's nothing right. you can do i'm I, i'm pretty there's sure nothing. you couldn't just like oh i want to change room i don't like this room like you no, do no you can't once <laughs> when you, you're in you're in yeah once you are in you can't move wow. and you cannot change anything and nobody can if if even something was to break down or something mm-hmm. then nobody can walk into your room to fix anything gosh or you know you are basically you cannot get out of that room and if a window in and you know you are lucky if you have a window mm-hmm. if you are going for a hotel maybe you may not have a window you may not have a view we are very fortunate that we're on the 31st floor and we can see oh, you know lovely. at a distance we can see a, a little bit of Hong Kong there are buildings in front of us mm. but you know we look out the window and it is nice just to sit next to the window at least to get some sun in and stuff but mm. not everyone can get that so and and if you think that anyone who's doing quarantine you know nobody is doing this because they went off for a holiday or something yeah. in the majority of cases people are in this situation because of family circumstances because of things like jobs yep. because of just general reasons that they had to go because there was no choice yep. health but, and stuff you know, like that yeah, you know, so it's not, I mean, I went for some surgery in in, in UK and mm-hmm. I ended up spending eight months in, in, in the UK. Mm. But, you know, at the end of it, people's circumstances vary. And we have to remember that instead of thinking, oh, this is just a bit of a jolly and whatever they're, you know, if they're stuck in quarantine, that's their own fault. But, you yeah, know, a lot of people not. are here with children, maybe little kids. Yeah. And it's not easy, you know, to deal with having like, a, I know somebody who's got a little six-year-old mm-hmm. and this is in, in our group. And they're saying that this son is actually, you know, he's he's practicing his his violin and it's really hard to kind of keep him occupied so you can imagine yeah i was i was thinking about that because because you're with your husband which is one thing but having a kid or even two kids or a whole family possibly in a room i mean that would be even harder to pass the time you've got to find things activities to do with the kids yeah keep them creative keep them active you know kids can go off the wall sometimes they don't have a playground (laughs) bouncing on the bed explain it to them it's hard to explain it to them too that too yeah if they're quite young yeah. yeah. So so I, so now I'm just looking forward to going out. Somebody asked me what I'd like to do <laughs> when I get out. The first thing I'll do is go for a swim. I think. Nice. <laughs> and nice. Go for a walk in Mongkok. <laughs> breathe breathe, breathe, like breathe some life and actually see some other humans and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and Hong Kong is famous yeah. as 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 we know how crowded it is. All you need to do is step outside yeah. and you feel so much activity yeah. and life around you. Well, thank yeah, you, Sadia. I, I, I am okay with that. Thank you. Good luck. And you're no out problem. on this Monday, right? 
Monday. That's right. So I shall be live in the studio next week, I hope. Oh, brilliant. So all our listeners can tune in to see Sadia for freedom and liberation out and about <laughs> in, in, in person. Well, you'll be hearing her on the radio about the end of her quarantine. Thank you so Thank much, you. Sadia. Enjoy You're the welcome. rest of your Thanks quarantine stay. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Take care then. See ya. Thank Bye-bye. You.